What's up there, Bears fans? Welcome back for another episode of The Deal Good Show. Yeah. yeah! We are on video. We are coming to your face, in your face, in your face. Oh. What's up, double I did not know we were on video. We are on video. All right, then. It's B. Diddy. It's Air Jair, a.k.a. The Ginger Unicorn. Oh, there it is. Air Jair 54 right. on Twitter. We got Brian Quinn. It's B Quinn 34 on Twitter. And of course, myself, double A, A A R O N T O R on Twitter. Brought to you by the Brawl Network. Follow the Brawl Network. Follow all the shows. We've pretty much got every NFL team represented. And of course, we are here to talk about our beloved, the Bears, and all other manner of bullshit that we come up with. And of course, like we're having. XFL, bro. You didn't even tell me we were going on camera. Like, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, I, I feel like he's fucking up just now. I not know I'm shaved, got a little proper, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Damn, like, How you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, man. I'm watch, the, watch a little more uh, of the old XFL. So. Caw, caw. Caw, caw, yeah, the St. Uh, Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks, bitches. Did you actually watch the full game? No, I watched like third and fourth quarter. Uh, I watched the full game of the first one, the Dragons. Um, I, yeah, I watched most of that game. Uh, that game today, what did I watch? I watched the first one. Um, I can't even remember. Oh, I watched. I had. I watched the Tressman Bowl. That was pretty fucking. <laughs> Said every Bears fan ever. He just didn't see it coming. They had a great week of practice. I just don't understand what happened. I mean, translate. What in the world? Like Mark Tressman, it's just Mark Tressman all over again. His his offensive coordinator is seriously Jerry Glanville, who looks like he's drinking Seagram Seven out of his Gatorade cup. And like, <laughs> he probably they just, is. They just rolled him out of the bowling alley at like three eh? in the morning. <laughs> Mark with the C, eh? Yeah. I mean, it was just pure Mark Tressman. Aaron Murray is horrible. Mm. Apparently, they have nine wide receivers on the roster. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't even know how big the XFL rosters are, yeah. but I can't. I can't imagine there? they're bigger than the NFL roster. And Was apparently, they have nine. What's that? Or Gentry there? Surely he's a starter. Uh, no, well, here's the thing. Even though they were playing the New York Guardians, uh, there was no Tanner Bartholomew Gentry on the field. Um, the 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 Bourbonnais mayor, the the Bourbonnais kid, <laughs> Great White Hope. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't there, and I was really bummed out, you know. But turns out he's injured. I put on Twitter that like. I can't believe Tanner Gentry's not even playing. Uh, I, I thought this guy was like, you know, uh, people told me he was going to be on the Bears roster. Like this, that, and the other. Look out for Tanner Gentry, and here he is not starting. And then all the Tanner Stanners started coming to me. He's injured, bro. He's injured. They were both <laughs> upset, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was like five or six people that that flew in to his defense. They pulled up in their white irocs. Jumped out, <laughs> dusted off their fucking New Balance. <laughs> I don't know. Did he's off camera? He Diddy's can't take off it. Camera. He's, he's mad. 
Uh, and they, <laughs> he's, he's injured, bro. He's on IR for three weeks. I'm just like, waiting well, for all the is... XFL talk to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch a damn minute, bro. Like, How long is the season? I mean, like, and then you hear him talking about it, and apparently they had one full contact practice. So when did Tanner Gentry get married? Because, I mean, I mean. I, saw, I, saw, I was watching some highlights. Injured. He got right. married a while ago. He got injured. Marriages and injuries are one and the same. I was watching some highlights, and they showed one of the sideline interviews. The guy said they've been practicing for months. They only had one full contact. That's what they were saying today during the game. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so Tressman, <laughs> the highlights of Tressman were the halftime speech, which is just like the same thing. Like, okay, guys, um, we've got to got to stick together, and um, we've got to we've, we've got to grow the man, and uh, we've got to use our toolbox of concepts, and um, and drawn up, drawn up a van. <laughs> Just shoot it right there, man. This is unbelievable. So my plan and my theory is that because, because of course, Bears fans, we have to fixate on ex-Bears. Like, it just can't. It can't. Nothing can happen without ex-Bears. Like, an ex-Bear could show up on a sitcom and people be tweeting about it. Like, you should see Ryan Pace cut this guy and here he is on a Netflix show. What the fuck? You know? Like, like they can't. Like, we just can't take any success of an ex-bear. So my theory is that we should have a team and just call it the ex-bears of the XFL and have it be all ex-bear players. That would get the highest ratings of all time. If it was just like Kadeem Carey and fucking Tyler Bray and Jeremy Langford and Lamar Houston and like, you know, like just every like pseudo bum ass ex-bear. In every that, tweet they have to at the Bears with some wild fucking story. Right, exactly. I think it would have been kind of cool. If, like, they had, I think uh, Hog alluded to it a little bit too, but like if they had maybe practice squad players. Mm-hmm. And, like, four teams would be involved with each team, and it would be, like, their farm league. Like, that would have well, sparked a little more interest. The one thing I will say is that I feel like the football is higher quality than I was expecting. Um, and I kind of felt that same way about the AAF, too. But I feel like the XFL, at least so far, seems to have a little bit higher profile players. I mean, not a ton, but, like, I feel like the quality of play is, is, is a lot higher than I expected. I feel like... The the wrinkles that they've put in, you know, are pretty cool. I don't know how long they can go with this whole thing where, you know, you really, like, hear the play calls. Like, in the first game, the Dragons game, they were, like, you could hear the play calls over the PA system. Like, it was kind of crazy. Like, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, this can't last very long because the teams are just going to watch the TV copy and nobody's ever going to score again. Like, you know, because they're just like, but you know, and, and they had, you know, they've got they've got reporters down on the sidelines, like interviewing guys as soon as they come off the field, like you know, Cardell Jones like throws an interception and they got guys so many players' like, attention. I noticed on social media, like Trevathan's like, how long till one of them gets waxed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and Tariq Cohen like tweeted, you know, I don't know if I really like the XFL or if I just love football. You know, like I mean, it it it's. Got a lot of attention. I mean, I think they timed it right. I think, you know, ultimately they got a perfect, like, beta testing of their product with the AAF and some to some degree. Um, you know, so so that's, that's doing pretty well. And ESPN's behind it. So, I mean, I feel like 
I'm not going to sit here and say that this is it's going to be some smashing success, but I feel like with the amount of money behind it and Vince McMahon and you know they, put, the, they push the betting lines too. You notice that it's like mm-hmm. oh you can live bet. It's that's yeah, I think that that's something that's going to be coming to the NFL. I think. Right. Oh, absolutely. So, so right away, people are into the kickoff. The kickoff rules are cool. Basically, both teams line up, and I guess I don't know what yard line they're at. They're probably about the forty. Uh, each other's forty. Thirty-five and, and thirty. Yeah, and so they 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 have to stay still until the guy gets the ball, and then they can start doing stuff and blocking. So. I don't know. I mean, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, I think it'd be a good way to not, like, completely... Uh, I think it was Hogue that actually tweeted, you know, that the XFL may have actually saved the kickoff in the NFL um, just because of this rule, you know, um, because, it, you know, the way it's trending, I mean, the kickoff in the NFL is basically going the way of the dodo. So um, that was pretty cool. Uh, the way they do the, the replay is very transparent and pretty cool. Um, the officials speaking back and forth, that's an interesting angle, too. Absolutely. And then another thing that I think is cool is that all of the offensive skill position players have headsets. And and I was just thinking, like, why the fuck wouldn't they? Like, I mean, I know it's sort of like, you know, a, a little bit of like an old school thing to have the, the quarterback, like, barking out the signals and whatever. But, you know, especially when you're in spread as much as they are and things like that, like, why wouldn't you want the receivers to have headsets, too? Um so I think like basically the center and the receivers and maybe I don't know if they said like six. So it's you know it's a lot of the offensive skill position players have the headsets, which I think is cool. I mean, might as fucking well. Um, and then I think like multi, three or four of the defensive guys have them too, cool. um, which is cool. And there's obviously a lot more mics on the field, so that was kind of funny. Um, you know they're everybody's you just you just hear a lot um but i mean overall i think it was enjoyable now you know like is it gonna you know am i going to i don't know if i'm gonna go out of my way necessarily to watch it but you know on uh, when right now like in this is normally like the absolute sports wasteland of times before baseball starts and before basketball is interesting and you know hockey is interesting i mean this is this is the time when something like this i think can can pull you know and they were saying they got i think like 3.3 million viewers in their first uh, first show so yeah so i mean i think a lot of people are going to check it out like right away you know who's pissed Hmm. the la chargers they're pissed it's like look at all these fans (laughs) in one stadium for one team well, yeah, it was kind of funny. I mean, then the Tressman Bowl, they played that fucking game in MetLife, which is crazy. I mean, you know. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, I looked in the tickets. I was like, oh. asked my kid if he wanted to go down. They're not even selling the top level, man. It's just no. the lower level, and they're not of selling course. it out. So oh, not like, even close. Not even the close. Way, they weren't selling out the smaller stadiums. The way Vince operates, right? Like, I have uh, I have a buddy that's hardcore in the wrestling, and WWE's out of Connecticut, so he knows one of the guys that works for him. And when they come, like, local – you, they they give seat fillers out, right? So Vince, mm-hmm. like, you basically get free tickets to the show, and Vince wants people wants every shot to look like the seats are full because sometimes they have trouble selling out with wrestling. Right. So they the, they'll move you around, like just to right. fill seats, and there's there's none of that, man. And I, I know they're probably offering those those empty seats to people just to come in and fill them. Mm-hmm. So 
like live, it's not showing that much interest. I, it's like I, I've committed. To, like, have you ever watched a TV show you really liked and then it gets canceled, and you're like, shit. Yeah. yeah. Like commit my. I, I must. I, I guess I have commitment issues with it because the first time I watched sure. XFL, I was like, okay, this can be cool. It's gonna be different, little raw. Like you know, they had cool names on the back of their jerseys back in the day, and I got into it, but it failed. Like I'd like to see it gain a little consistent momentum before I like invest time into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I didn't buy any stock in the company or anything. I just was pleasantly surprised, and it's something to something to tweet about aside from you know the usual Twitter bullshit. Um, yeah. You know, so I mean, These you know, seventeen quarterbacks are coming to Chicago, and we're yeah, exactly. Them all. Like, I mean, like literally <laughs> everybody is just like, what, what would happen think? if this guy came? And what, what were we gonna say? What do you think of dudes chugging seltzers after the? In the locker room, like I, I don't know. What did you think? I felt like especially doing Stone Cold, like that dude was a beer drinker, not a seltzer drinker. Like teach his own, right? But like seltzer, man, like hit it, man. Bro, you know, like, I'm just saying, like ex- we're extreme, bro. We're shotgun and seltzer, like nah. <laughs> like it, it's, oh, it's, yeah, like one, maybe it's I'm product, maybe I'm too old. It's product like, placement for the new like, Bud Light ima- seltzer. Right. Imagine back in the day, though, like. Mm-hmm. If they started a football league and dudes are like freaking going, like trying to hammer down Zimas after, we'd be like, bro. Right. <laughs> and it's the equivalent to a Zima, man, really. Like, right. But you know, fucking people get hyped. I mean, they, you know. It's, well, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe the younger crowd would, were seltzers acceptable and shit. I don't know. Get off my lawn! Hey, man, seltzer's <laughs> big. You know what I mean? There's really no difference in, between a, a seltzer and a, you know, and a Bud Light or, or a, a Miller like, Light or. Kill your liver guilt-free? Like, yeah, exactly. Guilt-free poison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no laws. <laughs> when you drinking claw, there's no law. <laughs> Truly, baby. I guess not, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fuck with it. Not I mean, my thing, but... The reason I don't, honestly, is because, like, I drink a lot of, like, uh, LaCroix type of stuff. Like, I usually have a couple different flavors of that in my fridge. I feel yeah. like if I got... That's if I got fucking into, nasty. That's a like, that's a black mark. Minus seltzer. one on you. What? Actually, no. I'd rather drink seltzer. I'd rather drink seltzer than soda. That that's just like that. Di- it's not soda. It's not soda. It's fucking. It's flavored. That's right. such a one. It's ass. no. I'm, I'm good flavored with like regular ass. regular <laughs> seltzer <laughs> over soda. You need carbonation. I get it. Chair <laughs> chair lecture, lecturing me on fucking flavors is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up. I guess, yeah, I guess I get I guess I get it. Like, you don't want the sugar, so you drink seltzer, and I get people trying to be healthy and still getting their buzz on. But That's just the key. I mean, right there, it's just, you know. It, it is what it is. It's all an alcohol delivery system. That's really all it is. Yeah. I mean, that's why vodka exists. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was a little that's stage, what's funny bro. To they, had a, like, they had a Bud Light banner in the background. Like, it people, wasn't. People, I agree, because it's, it's a product placement. People yeah. and it and it worked well because here we are talking about it. People uh, people trip out about vodka and it's like the best vodka in the world tastes like nothing. <laughs> like the better the vodka, the more neutral it is, the more clean it is, the less flavor it has. That's the you same know. cognac too. Like the higher shelf, there's not as much bite. Right, but cognac's not. I mean, it's cognac. You want the oak and the and the aging and the. Oh, let's talk you know, about it. And the, and the flavor and whatnot, but it's not, I mean, you know, with vodka, you know, you don't. I mean, there's very few, there's very few high-end vodkas 
you know, that, like, people can even tell the difference. Like, you know, like, a Kettle One drinker will know if it's Kettle One. But, like, Grey Goose, like, Grey Goose tastes like nothing. I'm already done with my first glass of whiskey. That's not good. It's early. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the the XFL, I mean, you know, I'll check it out. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, save the date. And, uh, but, but you know, it was pretty cool. The, the, the guy on the, um... Roughnecks had a big game. This uh, this PJ character, whatever his name is, I don't know. Um, I'm so, excited. I'm a, I'm really pumped. I'm gonna I go in the store later and buy some jerseys. I why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. it's I, I mean, it's, I hope for them it works out, man. And I hope, these hope for us it works out. It'd be better than well, not having. Look, there yeah. ain't shit on. Yeah, right. so what else is you watching on it's, Sunday? It's good for the players to be able to a get shitty out basketball there. team chucking up seventy-five three-pointers. I, mean, I don't know, right. man. And I'm getting bad. Like that's when the NBA starts for me. Like right after football ends. So my Rockets are kind of switching stuff up. I'm kind of interested in what they're doing. I, I get it if your team sucks, but like I can see, I can yeah, see the XFL working if your team at the but, end of the day, like, with the NBA game, and I like the NBA, I'm not an NBA hater, but, like, you really don't have to watch the entire game. Like, you can definitely just watch the second half of an well, NBA game. If the game. Bulls were one of the better, like, had a shot. No, oh, for sure. Did, when when Rose was doing his thing and the Bulls were good and they were going, you know, going to the conference finals, I was all in. I was, I was locked in. I mean, and, you know, <laughs> when the Blackhawks were good. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I was watching like a lot of regular season hockey, but there's nothing like playoff hockey. No. Oh, really? Goes. Playoff yeah. hockey's the best. Playoff hockey's the shit. I right. never watched. Man. Wow. I've seen, I've seen no live. It's cool, but I, I've never really got into it on TV. But see, the thing is, nowadays with how with how awesome TVs are, like it's great. You know, like 20 years ago when TVs like sucked and they were trying to do the glowing puck and all that bullshit, like. It was bad, but now now that everybody's got a sixty inch fucking fat TV, like hockey's four K, fun, like to watch. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not sitting here trying to tell you to watch the regular season, but but the uh, <clears throat> the the playoffs is pretty cool. It's funny. I was flipping around. I was watching that uh, that that St. Louis uh, an XFL game, and I was flipping around because there happened to be the Bulls and there happened to be the Blackhawks on. And I turn on the Blackhawks, and my eight year old goes, he goes, hockey's uh, we were watching the XFL too, and he's like, "Hockey's a lot more aggressive than football." And I was like, "I was like, really?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're fighting right now." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess you know, I don't think about that." He's like, "Yeah, they're fighting, and they let them fight." And then I was thinking too, like, you know, in hockey they get tackled, but they have to keep playing. Uh, you know, whereas the NFL, they get tackled and everything stops and they get right. up and they like dust themselves off and they like get some water and whatever. But with like hockey, you get fucking tackled, driven into the boards and you got to keep going. And now you got to hope you can skate off to the other to the box. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and now obviously, you know, I mean, hockey players, you know, the Pause. most they're, the most they're ever on the field is or the, the ice is like probably like 15 minutes total. Um, but they're like sprinting for that entire, you know, 15 minutes. So it's kind of funny. It's interesting. I didn't know you guys were into it, man. If, if we go to Tennessee and it's hockey season, maybe we'll catch a Predators mm-hmm. game down there too. That crowd's pretty, pretty fired up. Yeah. I'll, a lot of games I'll, down there. Predator, I'll Predator wear my fans. Tanger jersey. There you go. Yeah, the, you, you, uh, they, they won't even let people into this the arena wearing Blackhawks gear. 
Oh, nope. well, I'm wearing penguins gear. They really hate oh, they're me. So, they're so fucking bitter <laughs> in Nashville. I mean, didn't they win a cup, though? So I think they're a little less bitter because they've won a cup now. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't win a cup. I don't know anything about it. I'm like the most casual hockey fan. Like when the playoffs well, come like around. Like I said, it's cool live, man. I don't have anything against it. I just don't follow it on oh, TV. They lost to Pittsburgh. I know that. <laughs> oh, you're a, you're a Penguins fan? You're not a Blues fan, Jer? Nope, not a Blues fan. I'm a Pens fan. What's that from? Lemieux? I grew up from Lemieux and Yager and Casparitis. Okay. And... Got you. Yeah, buddy. Got you. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, speaking of... Speaking of uh, speaking I've been of outside getting... of the Hockey Hall of Fame once. <laughs> speaking of getting kicked out of stadiums, apparently uh, they will now kick you out of the uh, United Center if you're wearing a Fire Gar Pax t-shirt. <laughs> Really? Yeah, because they're all butthurt about that. They're having trouble selling tickets, and they're turning people away. Yep, because that's the state of the Bulls right now. Yep, that's the state of the Bulls. Like, people are over it. So, anyway. Anyway, XFL, I mean. If you can't express yourself as a fan, man, like, how can they police that? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, that's what they say. I mean, I don't know. How, I don't know if it's happening like every single time, but but like, ultimately, the fans are, in any sport are the ones that keep the keep the sport going. For you to to not absolutely allow them to have a voice. Fans like, love them enough to call them out on their own bullshit. I'm just right. saying, man. And, to think, to think your shit doesn't their... stink though to like be a, like a dictator over fans. Yeah, and like, it's like, it's like. Wow, you haven't. They haven't won since 1998. Like, you know, <laughs> like come on. Like I don't know. It's 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 pretty ridiculous. Like, you, you yeah, know, that, people, that's not right. Like, there's a ton of bulls apathy right now. Like, you know, I manage a restaurant that's got 20 HD screens in it, and nobody ever asked to put the bulls on, ever. <laughs> like, they they would rather watch anything else. Whatever other NBA game is on, Big Ten Network, like women's basketball, like anything else. Like, wow. it is, the Bulls are in the toilet of this town right now. So anyway, speaking of the toilet, um, Twitter <laughs> is, continues to be a swirling toilet of dookie. <laughs> Where did this Dan Celio guy come from? Like. He played for Miami in college, I guess, got drafted in the supplemental draft by the Bucks or something like that in the 80s, but, like, we're, like out of nowhere. And he's tagging teams and players in his, in his like, whack-ass statements. Like, do you really think, man, I don't know where, like, Yeah, wow. I mean, to, to, to fill people in, over the last few days, this guy Dan Saleo, um, or Celio, or however Celio, you want to know, call yeah. him, C.C. Celio, his, his Twitter is D-A-N-S-I-L-E-O show. Um, his, his bio says, 56th pick in 1988, draft as a junior, Canes football, 93, NFLPA, CFL, official AFL, Europe, NFL Europe alum, America's most notorious radio host. Doesn't say any actual. Doesn't say any actual radio stations that he's on. He's apparently his own. He's his own man in the in the radio world. He says a. He has he's a Twitch man channel. On yeah, he has a Twitch channel. Yeah, I messaged uh, him and asked him to come on the show, but uh. No and response. he's 
And he has 11,000 followers, 11.6 thousand followers, and what? his interactions are incredibly low, which means all those followers are fake. Because you see he tweets, <laughs> tweets things and doesn't get any likes, five likes. Even tagging the team, not getting many likes. Well, that's he's getting, that he, he's getting his fire now because he he found out which fan base is like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah but at, well, the same, so, at the same time, no, it gets him play. But, right. So he tweeted out that that the Bengals are apparently shopping the number one pick. Right, and the Bears uh, are one of the teams. And so the Bears are one of the teams that are interested in it, supposedly. And of course, you know, Bears Twitter being what it is, jumped on that like a freaking, uh, you know, wild shit. Yeah. So we're, you know, so everybody's just like, what the fuck, and you know, and 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 it's just the most clickbait shit ever. But, but people, wait, there's more. <laughs> right. But people are into it, and you know, and then people are like calling it out, or they're retweeting it, they're re, you know, they're they're piling on and writing, you know, articles for it and saying, you know, this, that, and the other. But now he goes further to say that not only is that happening, but apparently they are going to shop Khalil Mack and possibly try to get the number two pick from the Redskins. Tomorrow will be the third. Yeah, like, it's it's just crazy. Like, this dude is out here just peddling wild shit and it's, it's, it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of attention you know and and that's just the key to anything is like stir up the bears fan base and you know you got you got the you know third largest media market all of a sudden talking about you i'm sure they're going they're talking about an espn radio and well, yeah, it's know. a quiet time and to think somebody actually leaked something from Hallis hall we kind of know how this organization keeps things Kind of really right. secretive, but like it's a dry time. So somebody that's just trying to get attention, it's good timing for them, because there's really not a lot of legit anything right now. Like talking about trading the picks this early, I don't know, man. Usually that's there's stuff, no fucking way. There's yeah, that's just stuff, no, that talk, absolute no way. And 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 another bush league ass thing, and I think you mentioned this that he does is he tags the players and the teams. In right, that, that is bush league. Respond to me, yeah. like me. Like it's, What's fucked up is always that that actually backfires because, like, I'm way less prone to retweet something like that if the Bears and the other teams are tagged in it. And I think a lot of people are the same. You know what I mean? Because not only does it just look like the most thirsty fucking shit in the world, but... Uh, I've seen some thirstier shit, bro. Right. Well, it's like a desert, bro. Yeah. There's a lot of of thirst out there. A lot of thirst. But I'm just saying, like, the, the, that to me is it's like a freaking flaming, you know, uh, alarm bell that says, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, because you would just never <clears throat> tag all those teams in that. Like, it just wouldn't happen. So, no. <clears throat> I mean, this all right, so, is But hypothetical. Yeah. No. Let's say, let's say for some Stop. reason this, this dude was happy. No, like, he just catches the song, we're all, we're all wrong, right? Like. Do you really like see me? Me and Jared were talking the other day. Like Burrow out of college, I mean, getting all this hype. I've seen this story before. I know he, I know he had, he put up better numbers than Jamarcus Russell, and but we've seen this before. That this kid's a can't miss prospect. Oh, look what he did in college. Like we've been here before, and it would just be our luck. Like if this was legit, um, it's nowhere near legit. But if it was, like, pay, just hypothetically, Pace would pull the shit right. 
trade, Burrow would be a bust. Like, and that, Naturally, and just, that, if that was ever to happen, if, that would well, if it, we it, had our first round pick, I could, I would be willing to have that conversation. Like, if Pace, but, if Pace was all in like this and trading, yeah. trading assets like this, like, would, would we trust him? Would we trust that Burrow's that guy? No, I'd, but, I, I would probably I mean, almost be like, oh shit, here we if go. If we had a first round pick, I would be much more likely to believe this because Trace trade, Pace traded up one spot to get Mitch. So like. Dude will do just about anything. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen it happen. Now, as far as the Jamarcus Russell comp, I'm not buying that. I'm not one, comping the player. I'm comping the the hype situation. The hype. But but Burrow is. I mean, honestly, like, and believe me, I am not like a college football fanatic. Like, you know, I'm not really a college sports fanatic. Like, I watched. I was watching college basketball last season because of Zion. If Zion hadn't have been around, I wouldn't have given two shits about college basketball. Um, till the tournament, and even then, the tournament's kind of like it's just such a it's such a casual like event. Like everybody's like I don't do brackets because everybody in their fucking monkey has a bracket, and I hate having conversations with like just oh, casual having about a bracket. that stuff. Yeah, we are, <laughs> but I'm just saying like you know I don't normally I don't do them anymore because I don't like having conversations with like morons about it. You know what I mean? Because it's just it's not interesting to me. But my point is that like. Yeah, Bro, I'm trying to figure out the connection here. Go ahead. My point is that I, I didn't get into college football this year, but Burrow is different. Like, Burrow's a guy that was, like, must-watch television. He was like a, you know, they talk about uh, guys you stop your, in your tracks to watch, you know. And he was that guy because he really, like, not only were they insanely good as a team, but he put up one of the greatest football seasons in college football history – and the teams that he beat, like, I mean, you know, they, he's he's beaten Dabo's, you know, Dabo Sweeney's Clemson Tigers. He's beaten, you know, uh, Alabama. You know, he's, he, I mean, they, they went undefeated. They, they, they beat all these top five teams. Like, it's just different. You know what I mean? And it was him. Like, it wasn't, it's not like the rest of the team is bad, but it was him. We've been here before, though. With these guys Not coming like out of this. college. Like, okay. I just don't think like this. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, although I will say the one comp that I would make is that I would comp him maybe to Ryan Leaf because Ryan Leaf was oh. similar in that he had a really big uh, season. He had that big Rose Bowl game, and he's, you know, had the prototypical, you know, big arm. Um. I'm not talking about the person. I'm talking about this, the situation where that we've been here before several times when everybody's hyping up one, the one guy. And now they're, they're talking about five quarterbacks being drafted in the top 15, man. How many of those are actually going to pan out? Two, maybe? Like, generally, the sh- not everybody hits, yeah, bro. Like, and, like, in a copycat league, like, look, look at the Mitch situation. He was the guy everybody was lauding as the next franchise mm-hmm. quarterback. All, right. all, the, all the so-called draft experts were saying mm-hmm. it. Yep. I'm well, just saying we've been and, here before, and, and, and Burrow, Burrow may work out. I could be totally wrong, but doesn't it seem like an odd hype to you, like with this quarterback class? We weren't hearing this all season that this was going to be one of the best quarterback classes in years. Actually, you heard quite the opposite. To the quarterback oh, absolutely. Class and I said right, that. and now we're, now we're talking five in the top 15. Like, where did this come from? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Necessity. I'm these guys, man. Necessity. Right, I guess. And the NFL. The guys retiring. You know, yeah. It's that. I mean, it's also this changing of the guard. Um, you know, well, in a league where you on. draft, you, you don't draft for need. You draft for best player available. So it's going to be interesting with that dynamic shift. Unless it's quarterback, though. Like, yeah. I mean, you just look at the – you look at statistically the guys that 
Five in the you top know, 15 is pretty, pretty extreme, though. I agree, but we, you know, you go through it. it it's not hard to, it's not hard to imagine. It's not, I mean, not hard to imagine. Yeah, I'm just saying, it, like, but, you, how, but you're not going to get it, on five. I agree, but part of it is also because there's probably only six quarterbacks worth of shit in the whole draft. So, like, and then it drops off hard. Whereas the other positions, that's not the case. There's tons of wide receivers in this draft. Everybody's yeah, saying could, there's tons of tight ends. This could play out like the '83 draft. If you if you paid attention, it, I put a I put something out on our it, Facebook page about it. The uh-huh. players that we drafted on that '83 draft: Dent, Dewerson, Willie Galt, Tom Thayer, Mark Bortz, Jimbo Covert. That was our '83 draft. But there's got to have been first round picks in there, hadn't it? Yeah, I mean Didn't that would be great if it did. But there's not like a but lot. I'm just of saying stuff. this could be the draft a draft that. You could build a strong base from without reaching for that quarterback, which is what I would be doing. It's not deep at edge, though. It doesn't no. seem super deep. Well, well, I mean, I don't, we'll, have, we'll have to look into it more, but I know edge isn't like a deep position in this draft. Talking about like picking up a guy like Dent. Oh, but the thing know. about the 83 draft is that you had two. You had the sixth overall pick, the 18th overall pick, the 32nd overall pick. And the 64th overall pick, and then it dropped off. And I mean, you know, well, they to, had get rounds Richard, for to get How Richard many rounds Dent, were ninth, uh, not yet. To get Richard Dent in, in the eighth round and the 203rd overall pick is absolutely right. insane. I mean, and Mark Bortz too, 219th pick. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. But just to think about but, it, the quarterback. No, agreed. Just, to speak with the quarterbacks, though, it's like, I mean, honestly, though, that's what needs to happen. Not that you have to draft Hall of Famers, but but we have to starters out of this draft like and it's not because the team is like desperate i mean you know you you look back at the the tressman years and you know where things were after that and and then you know in the the fox years and whatever but where the roster was and the roster really was in shambles and so to see where it is now, it's a lot closer to being a contending roster than it was at that point. But I still think we have to plug guys in. I mean, you, you've got to get a tight end who can get on the field. You've got to get, you know, um, an offensive guard or tackle who can get on the field this year, and you know, right out of camp. And, and yeah, to really like, contribute. We can't have any. We can't have any projects. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's not what can happen. Um, as far as the quarterback thing, no, I just don't see it. Like, no, so we can't have a draft. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you know, let's let's not. I mean, he he does do a pretty good job of getting guys out of the fourth and fifth and later. I mean, you know, um, you know, let's give him some credit for Charles Leno. Let's give him some credit for. Uh, white hair. Let's give him some credit for. I think Daniels is still going to be a fine player. Um, you know, Eddie Jackson. He deserves a lot of credit for. Yeah. Jordan Howard. That wasn't his draft pick, though, was it? No, he was Jordan yeah, Howard. He was Jordan Howard. Yeah, he was Jordan Howard. Um, you know, I mean, Tariq. Uh, it, it, unfortunately, Tariq just got a fucking raise. Um, you know. Fuck him. Tariq, Tariq got a raise, and then he's looking up old tweets from December and cracking back on people. I'm just like, what are you doing, bro? Like, go on, your, go go get in another tournament with the video games and, and do your thing and go sign some hats. But You shouldn't like, belittle people. 
Like, come on, man. Like, just it's Don't just a bad. It's just a bad look. Especially sh- shooting people down from that that height. Like, yeah, it's a bad <laughs> look, bro. Like, some some point you're gonna like, you know, you're gonna be away from people and. Bro, if you're on the sideline, he will find you. Oh, uh, he's a si- sideline <laughs> man. Yeah, that's true. You better not talk shit from the from the stands. He's a fucking heat-seeking missile headed it's for that sideline. Side assassin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, shades anyway, the point is... Yeah, huh? shades. Shades working? They're strong. Are you actually putting this out on video, though? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, like, club, we got Club Dub over at Jair's. We got, like... Uh, yeah. Bro, you ever seen the Bears Brawl? You ever see the Bears Brawl videos? That's, like, like low-key Pornhub... Uh, fucking. Right, then it's I like gotta know. Should, we gotta know. Like, should I keep the shades or? Shout out, shout out. Yeah, keep them. Shout out to right. Brez. Shout out to Raul. Raul's got his boudoir action. Uh, Brez has got like his Food Network, smacking, smacking on hummus and cold cuts and shit. They do good stuff though, man. It's, it's enjoyable. Oh, listen, to, fuck, listen to I go back. Those are our guys. Yeah, does <laughs> good stuff. Bill Zimmerman. Yeah, man. It's true. Bill, Bill Zimmerman. Zimmerman does really good stuff. Yeah, he does. I, I'd like to have him on soon. Um, he, he was mentioning down in the Super Bowl now, he didn't mention names or anything, but basically saying, like, um, the, the the rumor inside of, of the organization is there's there's a higher-up that wants to replace Mitch. And basically – he didn't add anybody on his Twitter handle? No, nah, he, he didn't. Players and or the coaches on their Twitter handle? He just he didn't he just mentioned the situation got into no speculation of who it was or anything like that but basically saying like and he said he doesn't like doing that but the the story down in Miami was that someone higher up in the organization is ready to to move on and replace Mitch and if it doesn't happen there's going to be some tension within the organization this uh, coming season so we can we can get into who we think it is but like he he, he didn't mention it so like. It's obvious. To me, it to me, it's it's probably Nagy, man. Because I didn't uh, uh, Riddick commented on like if it's up to Matt, he's moving on. So yeah, I mean, and that's that's, that's, that's Nagy's boy. So that's smart for two reasons. One is that you don't want to tie your your livelihood to this dude anymore. Two is that you also it's time for Mitchy Poo to get some tough love. Now, the reason I know that the organization is still uh, behind him is that uh, while this is all happening, the, the team is putting out, let's meet Bill Lazor and find out that Bill Lazor was a big Mitch Trubisky fan even when Mitch was back in Mendner, Ohio. Like, you know, yeah, they're busy like, <laughs> they're spinning they're the fact that, Pennsylvania. that Bill Lazor, they're all yeah, farm-grown the, boys getting together mm-hmm, in Chicago. Yeah. Right, like the it's like, Bill Lazor had a fucking Mitch Trubisky fathead, you know, on his wall, <laughs> like you know, back in the day, and like it was you know, like I must go so, polish it. So the fucking so the you know the the spin doctoring and the and the and the narratives by the team is of course you know working the complete opposite, um, you know. So at the end of the day, though, like I mean, honestly, like I still think that we're going to be looking at a mostly Mitch season next year. I mean, oh, that's, just, games. that's just the reality. And maybe more. I don't know. And it just depends. What if the defense – I mean, 
if the defense all of a sudden starts doing what they did in 2018 and turning the ball over, you know, let's say we we sign some better strong safety, you know, and Eddie Jackson can go back to, you know, maybe another year under Pagano. Now Akeem Hicks is healthy, you know, maybe they. I mean, I don't think they're gonna bring in a, you know, I don't think they're gonna bring Uh-oh. in a Vic a Vic Beasley. But you never know. Like the defense the could 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 yeah, do I their can't, thing. I can't do another. I don't know if I can do. I, I'm gonna do it. But I don't believe me. I mean, I'm I don't with want, you. I don't. I don't want to deal I think, with it. It's time for change, I think man. The year prior was the outlier. You know, we had top ten defenses without the turnovers. That was the norm. Right. That's the outlier with all the turnovers. That to me, that is the outlier. Of course. And I mean, all the talk of regression and everything. We've talked about this, so that's that's the one area where I say, yeah, obviously, this is probably the most likely. And um, I'm not saying like Mitch. Mitch has the skills. I just don't know if, like, I, I wouldn't even mind seeing him sit behind a guy and learning. I'd be cool with that. To do what? I'm to just saying, I, I'd rather his, see, I'd rather see a veteran option. I'm no. just saying that, well, that. Learn how to hold the clipboard at a proper angle. No, I think That's you, what I, I don't think you pick up the 50 or what I'm saying is I think you bring in a starter, let him learn behind that starter. And Which one will will it be? There's 18 of them linked to the Bears right now. We're signing them off. Like, yeah, but what I'm saying is so you don't have to. Sits. Dude, what, what I'm saying is do? you don't you don't have to pick up the fifth year. You just keep bringing right. him in at his. If you renegotiate and he's not starting, you're going to sign him for a right. lower deal. If he does end up being oh. a guy that may end up panning out one day, I'd rather see him be the backup. Is what I'm saying than be the starter going into this season. Bring I in just, a veteran that can make I things roll. I don't see it. I, mean, I don't you know, see it, but I want it. Agreed, but you know, realistically, said. as it stands today, and I know the cap, the cap is flexible. Blah blah blah. Bro, everybody can, wants to say, everybody wants to say the cap is that not club even like atmosphere, same. man. But you like, can't even look at the screen without laughing, dude. Right now, today, the Bears have five million dollars in cap space. Clearly, they're going to cut Kyle Long. You know, his salary is going to get off the books. They're probably going to cut Amukamara. They're probably going to cut Gabriel. Blah blah blah. They're going to get to twenty-seven million pretty easily now the next questions are you know what maybe they i mean honestly like everybody keeps telling me that floyd is all this and that and and shout out to kyle long who was excellent this week love somebody captain company uh kyle long you know the way kyle long loves leonard floyd yeah i mean you know he's playing the company he's playing the company role man this guy's trying to get He's trying to get into the business. He's like when Jay they brought Jay back on. Jay's not going to say anything negative about Mitch. Jay's trying to cut into the business again. Agreed, he, but but you you, you Kyle is not. It's a being player shilled. code, man. You don't. Yeah, you don't he immediately shut down the question, shot or no shot. Right, but but Kyle has been very measured and smart about what he's been saying. He, I mean, let's you know they had on the players, man. It, not, I not agree. Did in the you business. listen to the, Did you listen to him on Kaplan? Yeah, did I listened you, to it. Okay, I didn't listen so, to every day he was on. He was on like right. four days, right? I agree, but but and I I did listen to all of it. And what I'm telling you is that he he made strong statements about people. He was not up there just shilling for the Bears. So when he says what he said about Leonard Floyd, I believe it. Like and and I don't want to believe it because I've seen Leonard Floyd with my eyes and I don't like him. I don't like what he does. But everybody keeps telling me. You know that he's, he's just five Taylor. tool. He's this five tool guy, right? You know that he's, you know he's he's still got this super high ceiling, and you know this. Yeah, had, Long also said he couldn't block. So going up against Leonard Floyd, I'm sure Leonard put in work against him. 
That's not what I agree, but that's not what he's referencing. I mean, my thing is if I was a GM, yeah, I would rather see a Vic Beasley in here. You know, eight million dollars, you get eight sacks. Like it just sacks without Mac. I think yeah. Right. You know, you get you get eight sacks on a team where he was the number one option. Teams are trying to stop him and he still got eight sacks. Like you know what I mean? Like and this is not you know, um, well, I don't know how many... to the hype of this draft pick. A lot of people think, oh, he sets he he sets the edge. He does all these right. other things, but he's soft when it comes to pass pass I agree. rush. I know he I, inter- I, he interferes with his long arms and all that. I get all that, but I'd rather was, have a guy come in here and nail the quarterback. Somebody was talking about pressures and how if you force a quarterback to roll out, that it's considered a pressure. Yes. So Anything that, that could be beneficial pass, to the quarterback. Pressure. Yeah. So. Sacks is the only stat that matters, in, in my mind. I think pressures can be manipulated well, by nerds that make up right. stats like, oh, he moved four feet to the right. I'm it's just saying, Anytime you throw off the rhythm of a play, you're, you're, there's, there's multiple ways to, to mess with the quarterback. Look at the eye test. I mean, just, yep. you, just watch so, the fucking game. Like, you know, I mean, we watch, I watched a little bit of the All-22 in the Minnesota game, and the, my first thought was, Quiet, Quitkowski's not that amazing. You know what I mean? Like he he's, looks a he's lot pretty better. Solid, man. Yeah, but but if honestly, like after watching a little bit of all twenty two on him, and I would You've rather quit though. You were rough on him in the off season. I remember if you if you get rid of a guy like Quitkowski, you also make a hole in the special teams. Yeah, but same I'm with. Not, I'm not saying throw a ton of money at him, but definitely if if you can't land, if you can't sign Trevathan, then why I not just, bring him back? He's not a three down linebacker though, Kwiatkowski. He's not. He's I a, disagree. probably closer to a third down linebacker. No, he's not. That's when he's I wish get I, I, I still want him. That's to, when I still he's going to get abused. To be like a third and short. Time out. Yeah, but he didn't go into the season prepping to be that Slow guy down. either. Like I think if given Slow that opportunity, down. I think he'd be all right. I want to see him on the outside doing. As the rusher opposite Mac, like I said last year, I, I still want to see him in that role. I, I wish they he would. has that kind of size, though, man. I don't know. Did you see what he did to he Dalvin to Cook? Come, he needs to come <laughs> on stunts and delays, but yes. but that that can't happen if you don't have any interior play. Like if if you have Eddie Goldman playing a yard off the ball and everybody else getting blown up because you don't have Akeem Hicks, there's no gap for him to fucking to shoot i so, think his value is higher here than throughout the league though so i think if I you can bring him in at like a a good deal and you can't I'm land danny because if you you don't sign him and you don't sign danny now you're talking who are you gonna realistically bring in? though if you are gonna get someone cheap it's gonna be danny it's not gonna be quitkowski quitkowski just played himself into a bigger contract as much as i don't want to believe it and i don't want to i don't think he's gonna make six million dollars i think he did play himself into a bigger contract it's going to be you interesting to see how it plays out. Danny hasn't – he's only had, like, one healthy season. Agreed. I, you know? I also just don't think Danny's going to command a lot of money. I think Danny is far more likely to to take a hometown discount because he's embraced Chicago. Hook him and you know, yell up. This is, this is, you know, Kwiatkowski's chance to, to get paid, and I think he's going to take it. And more power to him. Great. You know what? He stepped up. He held his own. I'm just saying, like, I don't look at the guy and go, this is a three-down guy. I look at the guy that still has big holes in his game, and when he gets game-planned for, it's going to be rough. 
you know, and I don't know if, you know, Roquan's going to be able to, to make up for that. I mean, I think they're a good combo. I mean, it, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say too because we can't we can't make excuses for um, our defensive back play and and not factor in that the linebackers get affected too when a guy like Akeem Hicks is out. So I think if you if you if you the whole team flows better when your defensive line's getting pressure. You, the of line course. keeps pressure off the linebackers too. So to to evaluate quit uh, when we had guys out and injured versus how he would play when everybody's firing on all cylinders, I think I think you you resign a guy like that if you can get him for a good deal. Because I, I think he'd be much more effective. His market is high, and, and David Trevathan's market is down. So I think realistically you're going to bring back Trevathan and KPL. That's what the money is going to dictate. I don't think you're going to re-sign Quit. Unfortunately, I think he's priced himself we'll out. Plays out. I think it's one or the other. You have to bring in Dan, but, Danny or Quit back. But what they need to do and what I hope they would be able to do is they, they honestly they need to sign Floyd to like a three year deal and get his cap hit down for this year. That's gonna mess some people up if Quit goes. We love we love our linebackers. Yeah, or fucking white linebackers with the with the with the Polish last name. I mean people probably already have tattoos fucking ready to go of this guy. You know? They're 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 probably, you know, getting Kwiatkowski white uh, hoods. All fired up about Tanner Gentry and then they didn't play. Like Poof. Oh my god, I know. What what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do with <laughs> hammering white claws as we Yeah, speak. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's all I'm saying. I think Floyd I think Floyd has value. I don't wanna open up the hole that Floyd ne- necessarily leaves if you cut him, but by the same token, like I'm still waiting to see that guy that we thought we got though. Like we thought this guy that's was never happening. Dominant force. Never I know, happened. but like just like Mitch is to... never going to be the number two overall pick. Floyd is never going to be the number eight overall pick. It's not happening. He's never going to be that pass rusher. Now the Bears are lying to us and telling us that they knew what he was going to be, which is straight up get the fuck out of here with that lie because you know you thought he was Javon Curse, and he's not that dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. These rumors like about Pace moving up into the first as, as bullshit as they are. Like I'm like, no, 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 we're good. <laughs> Let's they start in the second. I'm the... good. Like you look at the draft, you look at the draft valuations. They don't have the juice. They cannot go up to the first. And if you they don't, but even start... if he did, would you want him to throw away a guy like Mac no. to get there? He hasn't proven that he can. Are really... we still talking about dickhead Cilia? Oh no 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 no! I'm, I'm just I'm speaking were... completely right. hypothetically. Like, right. but... I, I, why would you even want to like? That, to that, be, is, pull that move with his track that is record and the ultimate like you know. Um, you know, it's like that fable where where the one person gives away something really important to them to buy the gift for the other person, and the other person gives away the gift, and then they come together and they realize they both give each other gifts that they can't use because of this. You know, like it's it would be the stupidest thing in the world. They are not trading Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is the oh, no. face of the franchise. Yeah, like him, I'm, I'm... him and Eddie Jackson are now the faces of the franchise with Akeem Hicks and Mitch is somewhere in the back. Like. You know, like he's shifted to the back. Totally healed. Well, it just shows you that this guy has no clue of the pulse of the team. Like, no, this he's a, he doesn't understand the dynamic. Ownership. Draft I don't. Either. I don't see ownership. Even if it, there was like a snip of truth to it, ownership would be like, no, Ryan, what the fuck? You, what have you done in the first round? <laughs> like, we're not allowing this. There's no way. Uh, well, no, I don't give ownership that kind of credit because they're just like, okay, Ryan, do whatever you want. You sure built a cool facility. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not. 
Sure, sure. Um, there was there's no permanent drug abuse from the '80s Miami Hurricanes teams, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like CTE is real, kids. Yeah, those guys fucking snorted CTE. Like <laughs> they, I'm just saying, like the the I don't trust the ownership. I trust Ryan Pace way more than the ownership to police Ryan Pace. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, you look at it's Pace. And I, said this, I said this before, like <laughs> the whole the whole luster of Pace came from the Saints. That's pretty well worn off. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Like, being associated with the Saints organization doesn't really, like, float my boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got they, – they're a contender every year. They had the fucking Bounty Gate scandal. They also have <laughs> they, Sean Payton. They also yeah, have like, Drew Brees. They, they also have – Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, people, people act like, you know, he came out of the Patriots or he came out of, like – you know, uh, the Steelers or the or even like the Giants or like whatever. One of these teams that are really like perennial contenders and have multiple Super Bowls in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, like one Super Bowl and a, a bounty gate scandal. And apparently, like, they're also like helping the Catholic Church, like hide molesters. I mean, oh, like, isn't that wild? <laughs> Yo, like that's some crazy. Like it's like what? The like so you're taking your mascot a little too seriously, my guy. Whoa, bro, like, whoa. That's like I'm just saying, like like by these, actual reporters. Yeah, like you're right. Like by like real reporters, not not fucking. They didn't add them either, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like your associate the homeboy's association with the Saints doesn't hold a lot of water at this point. Like that's that's my issue. So. You know, he has to stand on his own merits. I mean, at the end of the day, like, if this season is anything less than another eight and eight to, I mean, he's got. I, my feeling is he's like got. If seasons pay. went in reverse, we would be yeah. much happier. Oh, absolutely. And 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 you know, there was an interesting. Uh, I got into an interesting exchange with uh, that guy Deruve, um, who does stuff for for. Um, Sports mockery, whatever, about, you know, uh, he's talking about, you know, how um, basically people are people are ripping Nagy, you know, and saying, well, he didn't get, you know, he should have known what he was getting into choosing to come here with Trubisky. And I'm like, well, yeah, but Nagy chose the organization. Nagy chose the defense. He chose Vic Fangio. He chose the organization. And he chose the fact that if you win in Chicago, you are immortal. It's sports immortality if you win here. So... He I still like to see him get a chance with a quarterback of his choice. I, I agree. Think he, I think he deserves and, and that, and I, I hope they I give it to him this offseason. I think he deserves it, but as has been said by me and us on this show many times, it was all a project. You know, it 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 was it was a project until the defense took this enormous leap until they got Khalil Mack, and then all of a sudden the window was supposedly flung open, and you know one of the most interesting things that Kyle talked about this past week. And he was very real about, and he and his brother said this. Chris Long oh, said, I know "Where you're going with this? That this team would not have won the Super Bowl in 2018. Why? Because they weren't physical enough. They were not physical enough. And I think that's absolutely true. You know, too finesse. Yep, too finesse. And you know, at the end of the day, you have to be able to move some people." And, you know, and that that just wasn't really the case. 
Um, you know, and and I just think like the Eagles. I think the Eagles still probably would have won that game. Now, if Eddie Jackson's not I hurt, disagree I disagree with that. Them. Well, that with Mitch, no, I, I our, our offense wasn't impressive. But but we were all that we and the organization bought into this idea that we were just a kicker away. I don't think that's that but true. But now we're buying into this idea where we should go back to running the ball. We had Jordan Howard then. Right, but but and the other thing that Kyle Long has been very. Uh, apropos about is he, you know, you have to have the horses on the offensive line. You have to spend first round picks on offensive linemen. And, and, you know, and he was very honest about Charles Leno. And he's like, listen, Charles Leno has played way above his draft pick to become a solid left tackle. Cards are important, bro. When we had sitting in long firing on all cylinders, that run game was sweet. Oh, we had. I mean, you know, cards are important. And even when they had uh, Slauson. How many wins did how many wins did that come up into? I do like the way Slauson played whenever he actually got the chance, though. That's what I'm saying is those At guys the end were of the nasty, But you know, how many wins did that running the ball get you? It didn't, but exactly. He brought. A, I thought Kyle Long. <laughs> well, we need our running game to improve. I'm just saying when you have I good agree. guards and you need the guards, man. Kyle Long brought game. up an interesting point, which was that he still thinks that Mitch was drafted to run the I formation was drafted to be a, a quarterback that depended on the run game and the defense. He was not drafted to be not drafted to do what he did in college. Got you. Well, that's, and that's where I disagree (laughs) with him. And I'm sitting here going like, wait, he's a spread guy, this, this, that, but, but he was very honest about Mitch as far as he's not the guy to run Matt Nagy's offense. I mean, he said that straight up. That yeah, he's there's not, your answer. <laughs> right. So the so what they have to do, like all good head coaches is and we've said this before, is that if you are going to continue with Mitch as your guy, you're going to have to change how you do things for him. I mean, and that's the big question. Is like are they really you know, are they really going to do that? And the and but the answer I think might be that in the short term, the answer is yes, they're going to do that because with this defense, doing that and having that work can win you 10, 11 games. I mean, it can also waste another year of having a good defense. It's right, it's a, but but they gotta buy themselves another year at this. We point. did a lot of that in the nineties and two thousands. We're we're right. professionals at wasting decent defenses. Exactly. I just don't know. I, I when I when I saw the coaching moves and I saw the the change in training camp, it's like it felt to me like something. And I, I could be way off base, but like to me, something bigger is going on. Like the, these are pretty extreme changes from an organization that generally. Is all about the history and the you know. The training camp uh, thing is 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 absolutely just because they just spent a ton but of money. This this was a pretty big shift in the dynamic of the coaching staff. The, I mean, the whole offensive pretty, coaching staff pretty much has changed. Even the guys that were here changed their positions. But you yeah. could absolutely. Spin I just don't it know. This is all to help Mitch. But what I'm saying is, Mitch worth being a coach killer? Because essentially, how many coaches got fired? Like, I don't know if I don't know if you. I, I don't know if you do that or you're just bringing in a staff that's experienced in the well, NFL and it, and, and, to and bring that, in that can work with any veteran. Right, I, but I don't that, know what's brings going us, on. that brings us back to the Zimmerman issue. So Zimmerman says that there's high-level guy who's not happy with Mitch. If that guy is Nagy, I mean, you know, is Pace really going to – I mean, is Pace really going to choose between him and Mitch? I mean, the choice to me there is simple. I mean, even though, you know, Meathead Bears Twitter would 
would tell you that Nagy's the bum and and Mitch should go, you know, should stay. So much going that goes into play calling and the decision making. These guys that like complain that it was a wrong play call. You don't know the statistics and the breakdown and even down to the to the intricacies of like who the refs were in that game. Like these guys game plan and spend so much time on this. It's not like it's it's just you try to simplify it and say he's a bad. It was a bad play call. But play calls in their their creation, if if executed properly and everybody does their job, they're designed to work, man. Haven't we heard? I mean, can we learn something from our XFL experience this this last couple of days? There's multiple plays called in the, in the huddle, correct? Yeah. yeah. So. You could say. I mean, that was fucking. Crazy, it's as man. much. We don't know how much control Mitch the had guy, in the huddle either. The guy. Auto control. Uh, I'm just saying. The the uh, I don't I can't remember the team that was just playing against St. Louis, but but the team that team has. Um, yeah, he came up Bob and yelled, Stoops. same play. Bob Stoops is call, is the coach, and the offensive coordinator is that uh, fra, uh, what is his name? It's like the guy who invented the air raid system. Yeah. Is the is their guy, and they showed his play card. It's literally an index card. Now, now part of that is because the dude is like been coaching since like you know since since he was born and he's you know he probably knows all the play calls by heart like he doesn't need it but also i mean it's there's a scheme and then there's the play calls and then there's a center so so you can i mean i think you can get mad at Nagy for calling eight runs in a game but you don't know how many were changed and et cetera et cetera i mean that's another thing that i think kyle long was very uh honest and open about was he didn't get on Nagy about that because at the end of the day, they couldn't fucking run the ball. I mean, how many times can Nagy call a run on first down? It goes for two yards, and then you really want him to call a run again on second down, and it goes for another two yards, and then it's a third, it's a three and out. I mean, they were getting a lot of three and outs anyways, but like at that point, you know, it, it, you know, his his strengths as a as a schematic mind and a play caller are are definitely in the pass game so you know if you've got a guy you know your right guard basically can't play anymore and your left guard all of a sudden forgot how to play and you know it's dragging your left tackle down and Kyle Long's dragging your right tackle down and your tight ends don't exist like what the fuck is dude supposed to do like you know, and then to some degree, I guess you could make an excuse for Mitch in that respect. But at the same time, like, you know, you, you can't Don't sit there and say, mail a pass. Right. Like, yeah, we didn't have the back. We didn't have the back that can make something out of nothing either, really. Right. right. And we absolutely didn't. And, and, and I think they thought David Montgomery was going to be more of that guy. I think David Montgomery. He tried. He's, he's he good. tried. But I think he also was overhyped. And his vision, I, I don't think, is as good as Jordan Howard's. It's hard to have vision when dudes aren't blocking, though. But I think, it's, like, if, yeah. if he's able to get through the hole, if there's the better, clean holes for him, he'll be, what, be all right. Just what pause. Jordan Howard did is that he made one decision and went with it, and he had the power to back it up. But what he also had was the hole. <laughs> like, you know, at the end of the day, and he also, they were, when Jordan Howard had his best years, we were running schemes a lot more similar to what Shanahan runs. Toss, stretch, deep, stretch, stretch you know, zone. Yes, and and that you know, I mean, that lets the offensive lineman get out and move and move. You need the horses, man. 
Right. You need the horses, and, and we had better offensive linemen at that time, so it's not really fair to necessarily compare. I think I think David Montgomery is going to be good. Um, oh, yeah. But I think, I, think so. I think, and I think at the end of the day, the fact that he was able to compile as many stats as he did was kind of surprising, to be honest. Um, where he, he needs did, some help in that backfield, though. Ryan Nall cannot did. be your number two backup. No. I mean, they, they've got it. That's like, why my boy Anthony Sherman, man, if he's – you can get him here. I right. say well, that's, off that's, like the, that's like the grand irony is that like I feel like I don't know why like it almost would have been smarter to to try to do what they did in 2018 again instead of going to this supposed 202 bullshit. Like it would have been smarter to stick with what they were doing in 2018 and get some better personnel. Like get a better fullback than 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 Michael Burton. You yeah, we didn't expect and, Ben Wilder freaking bachelor degree plan where he's going to be there for five years before he gets his bachelor's. Right. And unfortunately, so, we, we've got like that that eight year college kid that's going to take eight years to get like an associate's. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's gonna he, he might get his certificate in fucking welding, you know, after and maybe all he's going to do with it is fix his old Camry. I don't know, but I, <laughs> you know. Living his best life on Instagram, though. Yeah. Well, and that's what's funny, too, is that, like, people people are all, like, love to shit on uh, to shit on Jimmy and shit on the 49ers like they were just this run defense. They scored more points than the Chiefs. Like, mm-hmm. they scored more points than the Chiefs. Like, they were not some team that didn't score. Like, Jimmy G had his games, you know. Like, obviously – you know the 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 you know the the game the run game was huge. I mean, you know, but in the day, like he had his games, you know, and he, you know, I mean, I think if as we've said before, who would you take? Would you take Jimmy G or would you take Mitch? Well, Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Is he gonna throw some picks? Sure. Is he a little flat-footed sometimes? Yeah, sure. But he also stands in the pocket and delivers, and he also moves up in the pocket and delivers, you know. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would love, you know, you give Jimmy G Allen Robinson, and if they if they had Allen Robinson and Sanders and that's uh, Debo, De, you know, Debo Samuel Sanders. guy, like, I mean, you know. I mean, that's the thing is, like, you'd like to see – us use Corderell Patterson like they use Samuel, right? Like, I mean, that to me, that should be something that Patterson can do. I mean, yeah. I just, I just don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I want to see Patterson at tight end at the end of the like, season, man. Why not switch it up? I was hoping for that more. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing to me is that we have to, have to, have to get legitimate tight ends. Like, if they, if. So my problem with this idea that we're going to spend a bunch of money on a quarterback is that you're going to bring a quarterback in here that has a lot of holes to deal with. So even if Mitch is not the long-term solution, you have to make the roster better for whoever is going to come in. So you need to pay a tight end, whether it's Hooper or it's Henry. You know, I would I would rank them as Hooper, then Henry, then Ebron, you know. Or just draft Albert all oh, and call it a day. He's going to... We yeah, but, but you can't. You cannot. You cannot assume that you are going to draft a starter. You cannot beast, do that. Bro. I don't care. I would you go. I would assume. go Henry. Then Olson. Then what? yes, you heard me. Hooper, where's Hooper? Third. 
He runs last. He Olsen Olsen did great on Olsen's the broadcast gonna, today. Bro, Olsen's gonna be a broadcaster. That guy was smooth as silk on the broadcast today. I'd Why is Olsen? Take two, I'd take two years of Greg Olsen over. That's Olsen's, just that's just that's just like sentimental shit. I want to sign. I want to okay. sign Olsen on like a like a you know two million dollar a year deal. Like you know, hey, you get to retire here. Like he's like a backup to me. He's not a starter anymore. I'm not even talking about down the field. He still gets open. He's a mentor. He could be a mentor to tight ends. He's tight end that you draft. Did you say he's from mentor? Yeah, there you go. All right. I'd say Um, Greg Olson has missed a ton of games in the last couple. I could see Greg coming here if we had Cam. I could see Greg coming here if he. I mean, he's going to come here for Mitch. Like. I'm just saying, uh, Hooper's. What did Hooper do last year? I mean, I don't really know. I'm, Hooper was like, insane last year. Hooper's stats last year were like. Out of oh, I, I'd rather have Henry. That's. I would rather have Henry Henry because of age. Yeah. Hooper man. had 75 catches for 787 and six touchdowns last year in 13 mm. games. That's pretty fucking good. Like, and and then the previous year he had 71 catches for 660 yards, and they only started seven games. Trey Burton did that in 18, right? Yeah, but Trey Burton started every single game. He's got over 10 yards per catch. Like Hooper's good, man. He he had 49 catches in his second year. Starting only eight games. Last year, he started 10 games, had 75 catches and 97 targets for 787 yards and six scores. These stats are turning me on, bro. Keep going. I'm just saying he's good. I mean, that's to me, you know, and and he's definitely, I don't think he's going to get paid. You know, the the Falcons are like, they're good. They, They can't, you know, they can't pay anybody else. Like. We need tight end. Bottom line, if it's an improvement, I'm down. I don't really care what the name on the back of the jersey is. Well, I, I just like I, I like Henry. Twisted. Olsen had 52 catches, 597 yards, two touchdowns, 11.5 average yards per reception. Right, that would games? still dominate our tight end. Absolutely, with <laughs> production than our entire roster in like, 14 I'm games. Not... Okay. I mean, you know, but the previous season he only played nine games, and the season before yeah. that he only played seven games. So he should have you know, never let him like, go, and it sucks that we did. But I, yeah. I don't, ever since I just don't see it. ever since 2016, where he was, you know, a Pro Bowler, um, you know, he had a th- over a thousand yards. He's he's been kind of down. I mean, he's he's on the he's definitely his trajectory is going down. I think Hooper and Henry, their arrow is pointing up. Now, like I said, Olsen, you got to bring him in here for two million dollars. You're not bringing him in here for six, five, six million dollars. Same thing with Ebron. Ebron's got to be four, five million dollar guy, six million at most. You know, Hooper and Henry, they're going to make eight million dollars a year. I mean, and the other thing too is you got to sign one of these guys before Greg Kittle gets paid because Greg Kittle's going to fuck tight ends up for everybody. Like, yeah, but he's so on a different Kittle. level. I don't. I don't doesn't matter. The top tight end sets the market for the other guys. It's just how it fucking works. Now, now everybody's talking about that Mahomes is going to get paid this season. There's no reason for the Chiefs to pay him this season. Like, there's just they no... set the market, man. But just because somebody got some balloon contract doesn't mean somebody is like a guy that 
is getting a second contract is going to blow up. Kittle's a different animal. I agree, but they do set the market. It's just how it works. They set the market for for the uh, the franchise tag. Not that you're necessarily going to franchise tag a tight end, but I mean, I don't know if they if they they're stubborn, man. Like you said, we're talking about going with Mitch another season. This Burton thing, they paid him a lot of money. Burton's already on the team. Burton's an eight million dollar cap hit, no matter how you slice it. You right. can only save a million dollars by 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 cutting him. A and, lot of stuff on his. This this is totally. This is me just throwing a wild narrative out there. A lot of his signature stuff that his autograph things on Fanatics are on the closeout rack. That's all I'm saying. A lot yeah, of his to, autographs to, memorabilia is get it off of our hands. Right. Well, because because he's he's obviously trending down. I mean, you know, it, this is a make or break year for him. And and it, and if I don't you, know if I'm, a, if I'm a betting man, Trey Burton never gets another contract. You do that Fanatics bro call, you even save more money on it. No. This is true, but I'm just saying, like, if I'm a betting person, I don't think Trey Burton gets another contract in the NFL. Now, as I've said before, this hip surgery could be the ticket. I mean, you know, it, it's what they say about the hip issue that he has is that it, it often looks like a groin. It often looks like a, like a, you know, a hernia, uh, but it ends up, it's actually a hip. So I talked know. to an Eagles fan though. He was telling me like, He's like, yeah, man, I don't understand why he threw all that money out at him. He was he was a role player. I don't. Pace thought that he was getting in on something hot. Pace thought he was jumping the market. I mean, that's the thing with Pace. Oh, yeah, like, he had potential. He's an athletic dude, but like he he was just a role player. That's like, a, I mean, it was similar to Pernell McPhee. Like, oh, he's on the Ravens and yeah. I mean, as you're, he was a role player the, too. The thing with Pernell McPhee that I was was like, is if he was that good, the Ravens wouldn't be letting him go. They generally don't. Like they didn't have cap issues. Like it wasn't like that. So. But that was Ozzy. Ozzy generally guys didn't leave unless they, you know, he was he wasn't letting the good ones go. You're right. Right. So, but my thing too is that Paces obviously has big blind spots for tight end, for quarterback, and for, uh, um, fucking kicker. <laughs> is that so, Andy Reid on the show? Who? We got Andy Reid here. Andy Reid. How are you doing? <laughs> Congratulations on finally uh, winning it all, Andy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I yeah, thank my yeah. wife. Uh, she's really, she's really been my rock. We're gonna go have cheeseburgers later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of cheeseburgers. Lots of fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> you want to get into the Mitch Mariota thing? You think we're... Sure. Talk about the fucking Mitch Mariota thing. Talking about, we had some discussion on Twitter today, and uh, there's been some. ESPN, I think, brought it up, too, that uh, Mitch and Mariota, a lot of talk about Mariota to the Bears, but they have the same agent. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's a conflict of interest for the agent? The, here's what I think. The, the agent's job is to maximize the potential of both clients. If you, if you negotiate competition for your client in Mitch, you're not acting in his best interest. Now, the thing about it is, is that Mitch is signed, right? Mitch is not on the market. Mitch is Mitch is not a free agent. Mariota is. Now, Mariota says, I feel my best opportunity to start and be a contributing player is to go to the Bears. Then the agency has every obligation to make that happen. They're not going to say, oh, no, we're not going to do that because we don't want to mess with this other client, Mitch. But 
realistically, number one, I don't see Mariota as as a viable option for the Bears. I don't think they're going to do that. Number two, I don't think that Mariota is going to make the most money by going to the Bears. I think that's a that's a bad plan for him. He will be much smarter to try to be the quarterback for Tampa. You know, try to be maybe somehow a bridge to uh, to Tua for the for the Chargers. Um, you know, maybe go and I mean, let's say that the Chargers um, or the the Dolphins, Tua and the Dolphins. Let's say the Chargers draft the kid out of Oregon, right? What better guy to groom? Um, you know, uh, what's his fucking name? The kid out of Oregon. Um, can't think of him. But the, the top pick out of Oregon, what better guy to groom him than Mariota? It just takes me a while to get to the point where Mariota goes, yes, I want to be on the Bears, you know, like, and not be the starter. Like, I feel like he has the opportunity in a lot of places to be a starter somewhere next season. He would in Chicago, man. He has to beat Mitch out. It's not like he – come on. It's just it's it's not realistic. It's not acting in the best interest of of the players. I don't think that that are involved. And I just I, for that reason, no, I don't think it's impossible. I just don't think it's likely. I mean, but you guys just want to run down the whole list of all the quarterbacks. Well, I, I reached, I reached out. Chicago and we're signing. I reached out to an NFL agent on, on Twitter. I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he said I could see an agent having a best for the firm mentality. I, but I don't think so. If you did that and word got out, every agent would destroy you in recruiting. Just my opinion. Right. I'm not. I am not for any by any stretch of the imagination suggesting that if Mariota said I want to go to the Bears, the agent would say no. We don't want to fuck with Mitch. That's not the scenario I'm presenting to you. But what I'm saying is that I do not look at the Bears as a prime destination for Mariota because Mitch is. Still fairly entrenched. And also, I don't think Mariota is a slam dunk to beat him out. It's a lateral move, if anything. Like, Mariota is not a slam dunk to beat Mitch. Like, he doesn't have anything, really, that that Mitch potentially doesn't have. You know, but but again, you know, you can you Except could the college s- resume. Yeah, so what? Yeah, it's worked out a lot for guys. Anymore, so is so Tim Tebow. He's also got five bad years of NFL starting behind yeah, Pace him. Pace loved him though. So Marcus Russell the, had a had a college resume. That's in the past. I Burrow mean, did too. But you can see how Mariota goes to Tampa. They and 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 makes like a Teddy Bridgewater style money. Tampa drafts a quarterback and he's the bridge. Mariota goes to the Chargers. Chargers draft a quarterback. He's the bridge, you know, or Tyrod. I mean, they have Tyrod, so that's less likely. We draft a quarterback, Mariota could be the bridge here. It, it, who knows? It's just, I don't buy that. Like, I don't buy it. Mariota doesn't know the system. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense Bro, to me. Like, RPOs are, are easy for quarterbacks to pick up. It's not some fun. Well, I mean, why did Nagy science. sit here? Okay, but why did Nagy sit here I and tell you the exactly why. so difficult? Okay, but why is why does Alex Smith say the system is so difficult? Do tell, Cheddar Bob. Why is Mitch, Alex Smith bro? saying it's so you difficult? Had to, you have to defend it. It's like, uh, oh, I was seeing Alex ghosts. Smith is uh, defending Mitch? Alex no, Smith not, is not Alex Smith. So I asked you a question. Why is Alex Smith say it's so difficult and it takes a long time to learn? 
I don't know how he's saying that. You look at his first year and he did well. He said it. He <laughs> said it many times. That's cool. Protect the protect the protect your boy Nagy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. Chase Daniel was probably lying for Mitch. Now Alex Smith didn't take five years to have success in it. He he came well, right and in that, and they. And to, to me, that was the biggest hole in Nagy's statements about how long it takes to learn it. Like it was like. What? And we had DJ Moore on, and DJ Moore's like, what? Like, you just need a veteran to be that can read defenses, man. This the system. Nagy's a quarterback friendly coach. Like he made Chase yeah, Daniel like, look that way like decent. Jay, Cut- Jay Cutler is not a road scholar, okay? And Jay Cutler learned a new offense like six uh, fucking times. He's smart guy. He's a smart guy, yeah. but he is not like he. Jay Cutler is not going to be a coach. You know what I mean? Like, and that's because he doesn't have the temperament for it, and he can definitely <laughs> talk all the football you want. But I'm saying, like, can't you see Cuddy as a head coach? Though, wouldn't it be great? <laughs> be like, yeah, oh, you don't want to run this play? Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> What's funny is that, and he wouldn't. He would probably admit this: is that he'd be more like Martz than he would ever want to admit. Where he'd just be like, just fucking do it, man. Like, what are you talking just about? Trust it. Drop seven there. steps back and throw the ball right here. The receiver will be there, you know, and then he'll sit there and be like, fuck, I wouldn't even believe this when I said it. Now I'm saying somebody else, <laughs> you know, but, you know, and I mean, he even, you know, at, at the end of the day, like, I just don't, the Mariota thing to me seems so unlikely because, like, he also doesn't have any clout. Yeah, I'm not even saying, this is all speculation about Mariota. I'm just saying it was a discussion we had, like, I agree. talking, talking I, about I, the I agree, awkwardness but for the to, agent. To me, I think the agent is like reason number 10 as to why Mariota is not going to come here. I, I think he also has way less clout than even Andy Dalton. Now, the interesting thing about the Bengals, and I was hearing that this could totally I'd, be bullshit. I'd rather see Mariota than Dalton, to be honest. Uh, I, think I wouldn't. I'd rather see Dalton, personally. I think Dalton's got more experience. Dalton's worked with Laser already. Like, Dalton's... Freaking I mean, Lasers. Lasers. Sharks I just say I think Dalton's better quarterback than Mariota. I would take him over Mariota. All right. Not as much. We'll, we'll break that down more in the next episode. But yeah, yeah, that'd be good shit. But anyway, that's all I'm saying. Is that <laughs> I just feel like realistically, what we're gonna end up with is we end up with Matt Moore or Case Keenum. Oh, God. Because they're both going to be about a couple million dollars, maybe three million dollars at most. And then we're going to end up with whoever we draft. And it's probably going to be fucking Jake Fromm or, you know, Alex Gordon, Anthony Gordon. Um, you know, uh, that's what it's going to be, guys. Like, we ain't, getting, we ain't getting no $20 million fucking quarterback. <laughs> we're not getting. No. The, not the, getting... The, the fact that people are putting it out there to me is insane. It's just it's not like, happening. Oh, hey. oh, look at this quarterback. He could be the next so-and-so. Click my link. This team is not close enough for that. Like, this team is not a quarterback away. Like, it really isn't. I think a quarterback like, and a right guard, and we might be in pretty good shape. Tight ends. That's, like, half the offense. It's not unattainable, though. I'm not even talking – so all no. we need is a running back, tight end, a right guard, and a quarterback. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're we're good. I think our running backs will do much better with a with a better right guard and a quarterback that that can read defenses. Well, I, I hope that what they spend money on realistically this year is let's say you have sixteen million dollars to spend 
outside of whatever else you need to spend. You get an eight million dollar guard, and you get yourself an eight million dollar tight end. And you plug and play those motherfuckers. We don't know. I mean, a healthy Burton that's not that uh, whatever he has well, going let's on. Let's have both. Let's have both. Look at the Eagles, man. They kill us with all those dudes. So you double Burton and the other guy kills you. And then yeah. if that guy's covered. Look at the Patriots to, back in the and day. And you go to Allen Robinson. There's going to be wide receivers in this draft. You know, you end up with. I just think we have enough weapons on offense where if you get you get an upgrade at right guard. Ooh, and, and, and a, ooh, who do we have? Gabriel's gone. You have Allen Robinson. You don't know that yet. He is gone, bro. Yeah? Yes. You need that speed element, though, on the outside for Nagy's offense, though. Wims ain't shit. I'm here to tell you that Wims ain't shit. Uh, I disagree. I think Ridley is okay, but if Ridley was anything else, he'd already have gotten on the field last season. I'm just saying, I think Ridley's fine. I think you still this this you are we are going to draft another wide receiver in this draft because there's a lot of fucking wide receivers. I, I like Wims though. I'm not writing him off yet. I like him with a better quarterback. <laughs> And there you have it. Saying. I'm exactly. just saying, like, my – that if I look at – like, let's look at the – let's look just at – Just look at the tight end part. Let's go back Worst to case scenario, we don't – we don't have a tight end. All we have is Burton. We're hinging on Burton and whoever. Holtz and Burton and, and, and Horstead. That's trash. Anthony Miller, another shoulder surgery. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> like, and a baby. A yeah, and a baby and everything else and, and all his other issues with focus and, you know, making one play and then costing us a play. And, I mean, you know, like I don't I don't look at this guy as like a slam dunk, a, 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 you know, and I've talked about this before that you look at all the other picks in that draft and he's the worst one. He's not as good as Galladay. He's not as good as Washington. He's not as good as fucking the guy on Jacksonville. Like, he's he's the worst pick in the second round of that draft at this point in wide receivers. He is not a skill position you can hang your hat on. Period. So you have to draft another wide receiver, in my opinion. You Gabriel is gone. You have to draft a tight end. You have to draft a guard. And then whatever else you do after that is what it is. But the, the statistics of getting an edge that actually ever produce beyond the beyond the second round is like nil like it just doesn't happen so maybe that i don't know maybe that new guy i don't know end of the day we're just not like we're not close enough to just drop a quarterback in here and have him be the savior and 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 of the guys that are out there i mean you really think if david Derek Carr came here that, that he's he's just a difference maker if we make no other changes. <laughs> Look at the smile on his face. Yes, <laughs> sir. De- but Derek Carr's got better players now. Who's Derek Carr's boy, though? Agreed, but Derek Carr has currently has Holy a much better offensive line than us. He has a much better running back. He has a much better tight end. And he doesn't have a great wide receiver, but he's got he's got all those other things. Uh, I would say Carl over Trubisky, and, and he's got a and he's got a better play caller and coach in Gruden than Nagy. I'll give you offensive line. I mean, it's hard to tell with Montgomery with if he had that kind of line in front of him. So you think Jacobs is hands down better than Montgomery every single day? That offensive line is more aggressive in the run game too, and how they attack. Yep. 
I mean, Jacob Jacobs is better, but I'm just saying Montgomery would be they, all right with a good offense. They can line. run the ball with almost no passing threat. <laughs> like, yeah. That's because their offensive linemen are it's better. True. They are yes. better I, I, than the guys across from Right them. up the middle, too. <laughs> Alan yeah. Robinson would be happy with Carr here. I'll tell you that. Of course. I think everybody would be. But you're going to spend $25 million on Carr and then get nothing else. I see that. I thought he was like, I thought he was like yeah, let's face it. 18. 18 incognito. No, good at football. Like $25 million a year. People don't like his personality. Richie incognito. People don't like Taylor Lewin's personality either. $23 million. Motherfucker can block. You said 25 like twenty three, twenty five million dollars car. Okay. He ain't cheap. He ain't cheap. He signed a big fucking contract. I haven't looked it up. But last time I looked, here we go. Twenty two link search engines. Who will win it first? Here we go. They're both on <laughs> iPhones, so they might break and explode in middle of searching. Oh, here we go. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. It's okay. the nerd search. Who's gonna Average win? Average salary. Win? There it is. We got a winner. Dollars. Average yeah, salary, $25 million. Five years, $125 million contract. $40 million signing bonus, though. We don't know okay. how that, that was broken up. Here we go. 2020 cap hit. Dun, 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 dun. $21.5 million. All day. All day. Talking about so picking what? up a Mitch fifth year for 23. Yep. That's not going to happen. You don't have that money. I, I'm Where telling you, you that's that the price, bro. We paid, so you we paid Glenn in 18, man. So you trade so you're picks. Not gonna, you're not going to tag him. So you trade picks, right? Okay, so you trade picks, so you get nothing. Let's say to get Carr, we at least have to give up one of our second-round picks. Not right? if they cut him. They're not going to cut him. If they cut him, it's a gigantic cap hit. <laughs> like, they get no cap savings, <laughs> It would cost them. It would cost them. Uh, hey, what is the cap, by the way? Two hundred million, right now. Mm. For next but year. But if the new, the new CBA could could push it up, if they if they get a seventeen, that's something game, that needs to be discussed. I well, there's there's a very hardcore chance that the CBA if they get the seventeen game, they're gonna have to push well, the cap. But twenty twenty is twenty twenty is happening. 2020 is not in in jeopardy. It's 2021 that we have to be worried about. Well, what what we're concerned about is that the the cap structure of the contracts can't include 2021 if there's no CBA for 2021. Now, the the NFLPA rolls over, you know, like like a fucking hound dog every year and just takes it. So chances are they're probably going to do that again this year. Um, you know, or every negotiation. What year was it where they actually locked out? Was it 87? And they had the, and which brought the inception of the USFL? Right. Where Jim Kelly played. Yeah, well, I'm just it's saying it's happened. It's that, now, I, I was, I'm a little bit wrong on this. If, if, if they cut car, if they release car straight up, they would save 13.6 million dollars on the cap hit it that's what i'm saying so he would be an eight million dollar cap hit for next season if they were just a straight up releasing yeah shit so that's like parky money but then the thing you gotta think too is that like that's only if they were to get brady because who are they gonna i mean 
I don't give a shit about the Raiders, man. I'm just saying they released Carr, I, or they put him well, we up. Like, talk about what's I wouldn't mind Carr happen. Here. I know you don't give a shit about the Raiders, but you you got to think about what's going to actually make that shit happen. They're yeah. not just going to do it to Brady. do it and go into that new stadium. They're the one team with the multiple first round picks that could move up to get the quarterback that they want. This is true. This is true. That's the other thing that could happen if they get a if they get a top quarterback. You know. Um, then it's not going to be good for him if somebody like Ian Rappaport, uh, Ian Rappaport is releasing this information where like they're interested in Brady. Like that's that's legit, and that doesn't like cars. Like what what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's already going to stir shit up. So that 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 whole thing's already rolling, man. In my mind. Like oh you're... sure, I mean absolutely. I think they want the best guy. I could also see Philip Rivers going there, possibly. Fine. I mean, realistically, so I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of dominoes to fall. We still have the, the CBA negotiations. It's a big um, offseason for us, man. I just hope we nail it. I don't, ultimately, I don't really care who, what the last name on the, the back of the jersey is. Like, let's just let's just get it right. Uh, fact of the matter is, is we're not going to nail it. We're, it's going to be a mixed bag. <laughs> like, nobody nails. We're due, you know, man. We're going we're gonna to nail it. Come on, be positive. <laughs> we did in 83. What? Give me a good reason to be fucking positive. I tried positivity last year, and look where it got me. Things will get better, I'm telling you. <laughs> You're almost yeah, you really sound convinced. Um, Things will get better. Things will get better, better about myself. Yeah. Because we're good enough, and I'm smart um, enough. So, big announcement, too. Big announcement. Oh, the tailgate. I'll be simple then. The pony, man. We got to talk about this. The pony has maturated into the. R.I.P. The pony. Yeah, man. Ginger unicorn, Jer, huh? Really? The pony went out into the woods, into a clearing, and uh, a beam of light, a single beam of light, came down (laughs) onto the clearing. The pony was drinking. The pony didn't know. The next thing you know, the water. The water was a lake. It was a lake at one point, but then the lake became crystal. It was T- it was that TB12 method. Doll champagne. The lake became a fine bourbon. The lake became the most delicious craft lager that you could imagine. And a horn, a horn grew from the pony's head. And his Chick flowing Dixon, red locks came down and his mane. And he said. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow shot out his ass. A like. rainbow <laughs> shot out of his ass. Dancing bears. They came out. Cherry Garcia ice cream Whoa, was dude. flowing from every Ooh. orifice. <laughs> and yeah, bro. the U, the U, the unicorn. Oh great. The G, the ginger, not the OG, the UG, the unicorn ginger, the June ginger unicorn was born. <laughs> And on the back of the ginger unicorn, nothing can fail. Only good things will happen. Hey, Amen. All hail the G, the GU, the ginger unicorn. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. She didn't even know about the pony, but she went right to the unicorn. I'm like, dude, this, hey. guy, this guy throws down game hard, man. Bro, if you don't know about the pony, you don't find the unicorn. I'm just saying. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I never, I never had a woman call me a unicorn, Jay. You must be throwing it down like pretty properly. I'm just saying. I try. Hey, good for you, bro. So pony no longer. So we're gonna have to do ginger unicorn pickums. 
Yeah, I don't know about that one, but <laughs> people are gonna people are gonna be like, and click, unsubscribe. <laughs> the what? The what? The what? Pickums? <laughs> like, Bro, they might be like unsubscribe once they see our ugly mugs on YouTube. I don't even know where we're going video. Yeah, yeah, I would shave. I would. I would put on my. Put on, I would put on my old spice. I would. I would wore a fucking silk shirt. Away. I would. I would shave my chest. I would have freshened up a little bit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. That's about it. We tried to go an hour. We couldn't do it. We failed. Sorry, I guess I, should I rock the glasses from now on? I don't even know. Not from now on, dude. The people. Uh, I just... think you you can justify it tonight. Yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah man. That's another thing. You guys didn't give me a heads up. I'm like, I'm about to. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> about to what? Cheddar Bob? Nothing, man. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> eyes normally, all glistening. Normally, like, look at this. Okay. No, no, no. It's cool. You can fly into my personal life. Yeah, people should know that normally it's Diddy cool. has, like a, like, a cheese fondue fountain going on in the background, and he's, like, dipping various uh, fruits Nuts. in it. Yeah. No cheese. And, uh, no cheese. And, I'm, getting fed, I'm like usually they, getting fed like, grapes and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like 40 virgins, like, fanning him with flat, like, fucking feathers. Bro, yeah. if, I had, if I had that, yeah. I wouldn't be doing I didn't say they were right girls. Now. I'd be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one 40-year-old virgin. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I, there's a lot of activity back there. He keeps that shit blurry in the background so you can't see. I just you. did that to piss you off because I know you hate that shit. I mean, I'm just jealous. No, that's just uh, I'll bring it back. last time you were on the computer. Oh, we got to see all the swag back there. Hey. All that good painting swag. All that yeah, good... I got to set it up better, though. I got stuff all over this room, but it, whatever. It is what it is. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I mean, let's be prepared. You know what I mean? You've either, you either... Yeah, you got to bring it. Fail to prepare you... What the... How's the saying go? <laughs> you prepare to fail uh, or you... At that note, fail to prepare. You prepare to fail. Prepare God to fail. There you go. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, Thanks man, it's it's in. exciting too, man. Brawl Network, bringing it big time. Get the shirts coming in. Mm-hmm. Get a clicky click. Website give us a like, like. Yeah. yeah, man. Subscribe. Hey, hey give a, lot, a lot of good stuff going on in the brawl. A lot of teams covered. Jump in, enjoy. Everywhere. We're just Whatever. chilling. We're fan. You tailgate. Unicorn yeah. call to action. Well, yes. Even with all the a couple Let's bears podcasts too. The podcast when we sign up for it. No, yes. but the cool like it and rate it. Unicorn yes. call to action. Unicorn. Cool thing is, man, we work for not work, but we we do with this network. You're able to just kind of bring it how you want to bring it, and mm-hmm. there there's appreciation for how how you do things, and your creativity can shine here. So the voice of the fan. We're the I'm, voice of the I'm fan. I'm just saying, even our Bears podcast, we all have a different flavor on how we do Absolutely. things, and it's just cool, man. A lot of creative stuff going on. So hey. Check yeah. it out. Alice, Alice Hall Brawl, they get all the guests. They keep it, they keep it, you know, uh, on on that level. We like to keep it rough, rugged, and raw. The Bears Brawl, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. They keep it, they keep it popping. So it's all love, and we uh, we do our thing. Different flavors for everybody. That's it. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you for tuning in, and uh, that's just another episode of the Dalegate Show. The bars. The fuck's going on with you guys? Jesus Christ. The <laughs> ginger unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>